What's up, everybody? This is a special Nerd Revolution Radio where we're going to talk about Crisis on Infinite Earths, the storyline, big major storyline, coming to the CW's Arrowverse shows. So, Danny doesn't have any real interest in talking about this. JJ has tried to show some interest, but he he's not as into it as my guest, my co-host, my longtime friend, Jack. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Excited to, to dig into Crisis on Infinite Earths and what they're doing with it on the CW. Let me go right to the big, for me, the biggest, the biggest casting news came out that Tom Welling was going to come back and they worded it just perfectly. He's going to reprise his role as Clark Kent for the crisis. Tom Welling played Superman. Sorry, Tom Welling played Clark Kent for 10 seasons on Smallville. Right. The day after that, they announced that Erica Durance, who has played Supergirl's mom on, or is it her aunt? She's the second one who played Supergirl's mom. Supergirl's mom on yep. Supergirl. Supergirl will be back as Lois Lane from the Smallville universe. Right. It's super exciting news for anybody that was into Smallville. I, it's, for me, I'm over the moon about it. That was not me. I was not <laughs> was not one of the people that caught Smallville. It was during my hiatus. So, on top of that, everybody expected Michael Rosenbaum, who played Lex Luthor, to come back and reprise his role. Right. And then he had to tweet out that he was not given, or, or he was offered the role with no money, no script, no basically anything. Right. And he says no. When he said before that he really enjoyed John Cryer's take. Yes. And he was he was perfectly happy with that being the take of the uh the spot now. Um I love John Cryer. I I caught myself all up on Superman. Uh Supergirl. Or Supergirl, I'm sorry. And I loved loved his take on Supergirl. He and they even explained that the how he was older and you know they with the cancer and all that. I thought that was great. I literally just caught up on that last week. Yeah, his take was great and it was nice seeing somebody introduced on that show besides Lena. Yeah. To give it another take with the Luther family instead of just hearing about him every week. And the thing about Rosenbaum is though, <clears throat> and I've read this in other places, when the Smallville finale was coming up, he denied having anything to do with it. He denied wanting anything to do with it and that he was not going to be on it. And boom, there he is. He shows up. Yeah, it's possible he'll still show up, but I think he's more concerned about having multiple Luthers in it, even though there are multiple ones in the original Crisis series in the comics. Right. There's no reason to have more than one Lex Luthor. Right. Whereas, spoiler, at the end of Supergirl... At the end of the season, the monitor comes and scoops up Lex Luthor's body. Or did he make him disappear? He just took him. He took him. Yeah. So he's obviously going to play a role in the big storyline. Right. And who, who knows which way they're going to go with that as far as good guy, bad guy, how they're going to play him into the whole storyline for it. The other thing that I was reading about the Smallville characters was that in the picture that Erica Durant posted on her Instagram the other day, it's a picture of her and Tom Welling standing in front of a barn mm -hmm. and him dressed in his flannel and her just standing there. In that screen grab, somebody just started following them 
Justin Hartley just started to follow Erica Durant or Tom Welling at that particular moment. Justin Hartley played Green Arrow on Smallville. Right. Nothing's been said about that. I, I think he's too big of a get with his uh, current schedule. Yeah, but even if you just pan across maybe a TV set or 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 like just a quick three second little blip, like you're opening the door to this universe again. Yeah, I think most of the cameos are going to be three second little blips. So I was thinking that too, and um, it's only realistically it's only maybe going to be two episodes that'll have cameos in it. It's five hours total. Right. Over the course of all the shows. And you still have the main plot line of what happens to, to Green Arrow. Right, you have to finish that. Right. And you're, you have the, the plot lines of the actual shows that are going on that all be interwoven to it at some point. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think the most interesting thing is going to be to see where they pull um, the storyline, like how far out they pull it. Because apparently Arrow's entire season is going to be set up right. to crisis. So they could start, actually all these people could start guest starring now. True. Because, I mean, we're seeing pictures of Tyler Hecklin and Tom Welling together on the set, and I don't know if they're already filming the crossover. I don't. I, they're pretty sure they're done filming Arrow, though, right? No. They're not done, Arrow. No. Uh, Stephen Amell does a pretty good job on his Instagram of recapping okay. when every episode is done. I think they're on <laughs> seven. And they're only doing eight, though, right? Yeah. Okay. But the Arrow episode isn't part of the crossover until January. Right. And that's going to be the finale. Right. It's They're, they're going to make you wait a month, right? basically, for the end of that. So uh, we've we've tossed it around before in, in other shows, but this, the people starring in cameos... So, confirmed so far, you have Tom Welling as Clark Kent. Everybody kind of hopes to see him at least pay off in the Superman outfit this time, since we kind of got gypped to that in the Smallville finale. Right. Um, we have, I, what I think is the bigger get is Brandon Ruth as the Kingdom Come Superman. Well, now, I mean, he and he and his wife are leaving Legends. Yes. So it'll be interesting to see if they pull him as Adam and as Superman. Well, there's pictures of him in the Superman outfit. You saw those, right? right? Yep, that he put out in the Alex Ross style, good who's the God, original. Does he look good in that. And yeah, the original artist from Kingdom Come. It's yeah. in that style. It looks like they're going to stick with that. Yes. Um, they're also bringing in an actor to play the next Adam. Ryan Choi. Right. Right. Who was part of the New 52 introduced later on uh, in the comic books, more recently than Ray Palmer was. But they never went with a traditional Ray Palmer right? on this, on any of the Arrowverse anyway. they they, I mean, and the reason being, uh, you know who the character was originally supposed to be? Was it Blue Beetle? Yeah, it was supposed to be okay. Ted Kord was right. who they who was originally supposed to be. And they kind of played the character more that route than as Ray Palmer ever was. Uh, so... Erica Durant is coming back as Lois Lane, as well as um, uh, her name's escaping me right now. But but the girl that played um, Lois Lane with Tyler Hoechlin's Bet- Superman, Betsy McCullough. Yes, no, from Grimm. To to yeah yeah Elizabeth Tulloch. Oh, so close. Yes, so close. She goes by Bitsy, not Elizabeth. She does go by Bitsy. That's her Instagram. Um, 
I saw the picture of the two Supermen, and I, I guess because I watched Smallville, or the two Clark Kents, I'm really more a fan of Welling as Clark Kent. Hoechlin's done a good job, but, I mean, I'm a Welling guy. And the two of them next to each other, one looks like Superboy. Yes, Hoechlin, definitely. Yeah. Welling's a big... Welling looked like a man when he was a teenager, and he's just huge. In, in in stature, not like, you know, he's not fat. He's right. huge in stature. <coughs> Is it, <coughs> you think it's going to be Lois Lane kind of being the main crossover through all of them? No, I don't I don't think that they'll have that, is it? Because, I mean, we have just the two Lois Lanes. There's still not a Lois Lane on, on Earth One. No, and they're supposedly talking to Dean Cain to come back as Superman also. Right. They're really, really doubling down on I, Superman. And I don't think I, Dean Cain will do anything for anyone any day of the week. <laughs> now, it'd be, it, it'll be interesting to see how they pull that off because they have, you know, you'd want to see Lois and Clark, right? You'd want Dean Cain and Terry Hatcher. Get, right. But they were both already on Supergirl. Right. Well, so was Erica Durant. Right. That's true. But she didn't have as big a role as Dean Cain was a multi-episode role. Right. I think since she's become the mother, she's actually been on the show not even as much as the one that played her mom in the no, first season was. I think it's only been like two or three episodes. And you have the whole Lois is pregnant thing. That's going to have to play through. Uh, they've already said that's going to happen. We're going to see their kid that's in the crossover. Neat. That's kind of neat. Uh, well, that's that's running from the current comic series. Okay. Recently, with the latest rebirth, and I, it might be the Doomsday Watch piece, but Lois and Clark have a kid. Interesting. In the comic books, who then went off and got lost in this warp dimension. <laughs> of course he did. And came back as a teenager, so now they can actually have him interact instead of just being a baby they can't do anything with for the next right. 10 years of writing comics. Right. Uh, I am kind of looking forward to seeing the interplay between Hoechlin his Superman and John Cryer's Lex Luthor because they'll have a history, but to see how Wellings Clark Kent would react to a different Lex Luthor would be kind of neat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we have old man Bruce Wayne. Right. Kevin Conroy. Uh, Danny got some pictures and an autograph uh, from him at Comic-Con. I remember seeing it. Wizard World. Right? Yeah. Wait. Yeah, it was Wizard yeah. World. I don't know. I don't so, know. so yeah, I, I remember that. Well, one of the things I find interesting with that and the fact that they're announcing Tom Welling as Clark Kent solely is the two kind of elder statements, statesmen of it between the 90s Batman yep. you know, and the 2000s Clark Kent is that they're just announcing them as the regular people. Right. They're not... There's no, there hasn't been, I haven't seen anything that, I mean, there's artist renditions, but there hasn't been anything that has Kevin Conroy actually putting on a cow. No, and I, they, they've stated that he's not going to. And I don't think he should. I think I would like to see him as just an older, tired Bruce Wayne. Um, and he'll still look younger than the Bruce Wayne on Titans right now, so it's fine. <laughs> I haven't watched that yet. I haven't even seen anything. He's not suiting up either, either is he? Uh, they just released photos of him suited up sometime this season. Does it look... I didn't look at him. 
Okay. I'm trying to keep Try that. To... I'm trying to keep as far away on Titans as I can from any news. Understandable. Because uh, it's a lot easier to stay away from than the CW stuff that ends up clogging up my news feed on every. Yes. Every three time, every three scrolls, there's something else about yeah. this crisis. Um. So you have old man Bruce Wayne. You have old man Robin. Right. Burt Ward is coming back as the Robin from either well. It's going to have to be Earth-66. So it it could be. Um, I, I think the news that they just announced in the last two days can be interesting playing into that, depending on how they do it. So which, which one was that? So Ashley Smith, they announced Scott. from... Scott. from Birds of Prey. Now, that was a direct, like, sequel to something, wasn't no, it? No, not at all. Not TV show or movie or anything? No, I mean, it was a TV show. Right. I know it was a, like they only had a handful of episodes, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, well, and the there was her Oracle and Black Canary, right? But their plan, Black Canary, was totally different than a regular Black Canary. She was, she had vision visions. She um, like saw the future and saw other things going on, and sort of had the sonic scream, but not anywhere like the normal Black Canary would be. Right. And then they also, um, she is now going to be the big bad on Batwoman. Who? The girl that played Black Canary. On Birds oh, of Prey, because okay. Mark, uh, Mark or Greg Berlanti right does that. Anybody that's ever played a character at some point in their lives, he will bring <laughs> them back to play a different character just for fan service. Um, with them bringing old Bruce in, do you think they bring in Batman Beyond, or do you don't that not even going to bother touching with that yet? Uh they could. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't know if they need to. I, I have a feeling they would try and make them keep that for a movie. Yeah. Because I, I see that being in, in the movie card sometime in the next decade. Well, I'm shocked that they're even letting the the Bruce Wayne thing come out with the Batman movie currently in, under production because they wouldn't let them... Like, when Arrow went for the Suicide Squad, they made them stop right. everything because of the movie. But and they, they brought back pulled them all off. But they brought back Bronze Tiger. Right. He's the only one. Well, they brought back Deadshot and then they killed him off. Well, uh, no, but Allegedly. he was uh, he was a hallucination when they brought oh, him back. Okay. When uh, Oliver was in prison, right. they brought him back as a right. hallucinated cellmate. But the, with the rumors of who Idris Elba was playing in the Suicide Squad movie, it's interesting that they let them bring Bronze Tiger back last season, who also plays into the future timeline on Arrow right now too. Yeah, that's true. Because apparently his son gets adopted by Diggle. Spoilers for anybody that hasn't seen all of the series up until now, <laughs> by the way. But the future Connor Hawk is John Diggle's adopted son, who you're introduced to last season as Bronze Tiger's actual son, who he wants to see in prison. Okay. Do you think they pull Mark Hamill in? Do you think he? Do you think they can get him in as the trickster, or are they not even going to try at this point? I don't think they would bring him in as the trickster because that world's already gone. Yeah, but the, that was a trickster from the uh, the other Flash's world, and we saw at the end of last season of Flash that that world was destroyed already. The, the crisis that where all the bodies were laying all over. The place. Right, and that was well, that Flash or Earth ninety or whatever they called but it. That's the Earth that see because they when they panned over. There was what looked like the Justin Hartley Green Arrow dead there. Right. So that's you're saying that that's the world that Smallville was on. No, 
I, I think it was another Green Arrow, but it wasn't Justin Hardy. Okay, okay. Um, Makes sense. Same thing as the, well, Flash in Smallville was Bart Allen, Kid Flash, right? Impulse? Yes. Impulse. Not actually, right. yeah, Barry Allen Flash. But they had Arthur Curry. They had Victor Stone. Right. They had, um, who else did they have? They had the Black Canary. They had an entire Justice League. They had Zatanna, right? They had a Zatanna, but she never she never went to the Justice League, like. but she was there. I mean, they literally, they pulled pretty much everybody you could think of from uh, in Smallville. Right. Um, Hawkman, played by Michael right. Shanks, was really, really good. He was a very good, cranky, grumpy Hawkman. <laughs> oh. At some point, I'll end up watching that series. It's good. I own it. It's one of, like, three series I own. Oh, cool. I own that. I own Sons of Anarchy, as you can see there. Yeah. And I own Battlestar Galactica. Nice. Um, Linda Carter. Yeah. They're, they keep... They keep teasing, maybe. She says no. They said maybe. So, well, I mean, she's she's somewhat under contract to the CW. Right. I mean, I think a lot of these people you'll see just as nods to to the past, right? And if, if, the, if you ever looked at the original Crisis series, you know, if you look at it, think of it as, as if they try and put a comic book on screen. So all you need is a panel. True. Right, you need one panel on a page, and yep. one page you can do six universes from this multiverse, and have it flash through all these things, which is what they've been rumored they're going to do with the movies and the, the the DC universe shows. Right, where you'll see a glimpse of the Titans, and you'll see a glimpse of the Justice League from the movies, and you'll see those things, and it's just going to be like one quick shot, and you know they might be bringing these people in for an hour of filming. I, I like it. I, I think I, I just hope they do this more justice and they're not just quick blips. You gotta give you gotta give them some dialogue. You gotta give them some interaction with e- either Barry or 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 Oliver. I mean, you would think it would be Oliver since he's the de facto Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I, like I was saying, I, I I'm intrigued to see how many of these interact with Oliver throughout right the season of Arrow until we get to the crisis. I, I would love to see a couple of them dip in before. Um, and, I, you know, who knows? Maybe some of them have already shot their stuff and we don't know. Right. Um, you have John Wesley Ship is going to be the Flash. Right. Barry Allen. Yes. From his Earth. And who knows? He might come back as Jay Garrick, too. He's supposed to come back as Jay Garrick. There's a picture of him with the Jay Garrick jacket on that I saw uh, from one of the Flash nice. previews. That they, can, that they can weave in from the beginning of the season because he's been in it before. Right. right. Uh, there's also a rumor that Diggle is going to be the the actor is going to be playing John Stewart, right? As Green Lantern, which they've been teasing that for well, six years they, now, on and off. Well, they hardcore teased it on you know, Flash last year. Yeah. Oh yeah. When Flash said, "Hey, yep. you, you're not wearing your ring." Yeah. Right. I mean, that guy was a huge, huge nod. Um, and they've also said that John Diggle's middle name is Stewart. Yes. Yes, they did that uh, when, uh, what you call it, when the Ghostbuster was his dad. Yeah, Ernie Hudson. <laughs> yes, Ernie <laughs> Hudson. Um, I uh, Let me see. I'm, I'm looking at a website as we're talking. Uh, Black Lightning will be crossing over. I've never watched an episode of it, so right. I'm not as familiar with the character. First season was fantastic. Second season kind of lost me halfway through. Um, they have been pulling in more of the Outsiders, though. Okay. Um, which was a fantastic group back in the 80s was introduced as kind of Batman's, their answer to the Teen Titans. Okay. Teen Titans got so popular in DC back in the early 80s, they said, 
what other younger groups can we introduce to try and capitalize on this? So you saw them a year later, you saw infinity Inc, which was all of the uh, kids of the original justice society of America and like God children and all sorts of stuff. However, they could play that. And then you saw the outsiders come in at the same time and they all three teams crossed over a whole bunch. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was, it was pretty neat. I've been re I was rereading the outsiders and the infinity Inc run from, um, on the DC Universe app a couple months ago. And so so the whole thing's going to start on December 8th on Supergirl. Batman. And then carry over to Batwoman on December 9th. No, they are the same night. 8, uh, eight and 9 o'clock. I am looking, according to, let's go, this is EW.com was the first one I clicked on for the uh, thing. And this was posted on September 27th, which... As of the recording of this podcast was three days ago. This says Supergirl Sunday, December 8th at 8. Then Batwoman Monday, December 9th at 8. Then The Flash Tuesday, December 10th at 8. Then Arrow Tuesday, January 14th at 8. And then Legends of Tomorrow will be the finale on January 14th at 9. So they're basically just going to do a two-hour finale. Finale. Which is weird that it ends on Legends. Right. Unless, I mean, if it's ended on Legends, you might get more Superman. Well, but that's going to be the premiere of Legends, too. The premiere? The season premiere. Oh. Because they they do a mid-season replacement. That's right. That's right. They don't usually come in the first half. That's right. I'm really, really, you can't tell by my tone, but I'm really excited. Like, this is, this is their, this is their end game. Like, this is their... Like, they're literally pulling everything they can possibly pull for this. Yeah, and there's there's going to be a long way to go afterwards, too. And how do you top that the following year? Like, how do you top something like this the following year? Well, so, yeah, it's going to be tough without trying to tr then continue to rewrite things. But it's going to be interesting to see how they, how they do it to begin with. I think they're going to have a nice, clean slate afterwards. I mean, the reason for the original crisis was that DC so, had become so splintered. Right. And you had all the comic books, like they bought Charlotte and comic books, and how what do we do with these characters that had history, like the Question and Blue Beetle and all these guys that we brought in? What do we do with Fawcett Comics and the Captain Marvels? How do we fold them now into this existing universe that we have? And how do we fold in these characters that were Superman and Batman and Green Lantern in World War II and make them relevant now to these characters from the 80s that we have in our new continuity? And so they went through and they wiped the slate clean of a lot of those old ones, and they kept some of them. So you ended up with Alan Scott Green Lantern. You ended up with Jay Garrick Flash, right side by side with Barry Allen and with Hal Jordan and with Jon Stewart. So uh, they could do something like that yeah, and start with a clean slate and merge everything. That's how you're going to get Black Lightning on their Earth. That's and how you're going to get Supergirl on their Earth. Right, and that'll allow for easier crossovers in the future for them with Supergirl being on the same earth. See, I think Flash was the grounded, like the more, <clears throat> the more reality based superhero show. Right. And with him going away, they're free to kind of, you know, Supergirl will be on that earth. And cause you've never seen it. You've never seen a double of Cara Danvers. Nope. You've never seen a double of Oliver Queen. Am I right? Or was there one in the Nazi one? Was there a bad Oliver Queen yes, in the Nazi Yes, there one? was. Okay. Well, there was a bad Cara Danvers there, too. Right, right. Um, but on Earth Prime, you don't you you haven't come into a Cara Danvers. No. There's no... 
No, and she could just still be in the Phantom Zone. True. Working True. her way, working her way to Earth. Who knows? Um, so because there's also not a Superman in in our Earth. R- there will be then. Right. If you fold. But which one? Um, that's a really good question. Because see, for so for a long, 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 long time. Tom Welling distanced himself from that. Like he didn't want to be typecast. Right. Um, he was actually up for the for the role in the movie at one point. I I had read, and he didn't want any, he didn't want anything to do with it. That's why he never like really got a. That's why he never got a real close up of him in the suit because he didn't want to be right. typecast. Until he realized he never would work again. Well, they offered him they offered him the Supergirl role as Superman. Right. And he turned it down. He, so he had that movie draft day, where he had like eight lines. With Kevin Costner. Yeah, I, I remember the movie. Yeah. I mean, there, there I was a movie called that. Draft Day. I actually enjoy that movie. I do. Um, he's been in Lucifer the last two seasons, oh, that's I right. think. Um, hold on. I'm, I'm looking now because I'm actually kind of curious what he's done. So, Well, he and Rosenbaum both kind of shunned the roles and yes. tried to get away from them. And then a few years ago, they both got into the con circuit. And realized how much of a fan base there still was and that it wasn't as toxic as they expected it to be. If you listen to Rosenbaum's podcast, and I listen on and off, I don't listen to every guest, he's he's pretty good, but he really hangs his hat on the on the Lex Luthor thing and he has since he started his his podcast. Like he right. throws that around a lot more now than he did in the past. Tom Welling was really not in a lot. He was in a movie called The Choice. Uh, he's been in Lucifer for two years and he's got a new TV series coming out called The Professionals that I don't know anything about. No, I've, <laughs> I haven't even heard about it. But yeah, he really, oh, he was in Cheaper by the Dozen too. He was. And Cheaper by the Dozen. Yeah, I remember him from Cheaper by the Dozen. Right. But, but other I mean, than that, he really hasn't He really hasn't done anything. Rosenbaum's done a lot. Yeah. I mean, he, well, the, th- the two of them uh, teamed up last year with Stephen Amell and did The Wine. Yes, which was... I when all these rumors started. I have the wine upstairs. Oh, well, look at you. Uh, yeah, I joined the wine. It was a wine of the month club for his uh, Knocking Point Wines. So I joined that for like three months and then canceled it because I really don't drink wine. And I only <laughs> wanted it for those two... For the bottles. The bottles are awesome. Right. Yeah, one's pure and one's evil. That's what they're called. Yeah, I, I, I remember when they came out. It looked like it was going to be pretty neat. It is. Um, so overall, I'm I'm... I would I would say I'm I'm at a ten, of ten excitedness for what they're gonna do, because um, you, you then you got whatever iteration of Tom Cavanaugh is is coming and I'm sorry but I love every character he's played. Yeah, from the from the latest preview, it looks like it's a more action oriented one. Okay, but from what you know, you you get you and JJ were talking about before is there's also been rumors he's gonna play the Pariah character. Yes, that's what I've read. Which in the original comic series, the Pariah character, there was there was three characters that appeared before um, the Crisis comic book started. So they they were first introduced the Monitor, and everybody was first introduced in Teen Titans. Okay. Um, which actually the original Crisis series was written by the people that reintroduced the Teen Titans. So it was Marv Wolfman and George Perez. Okay. Started the Titans new Teen Titans series back up in the early eighties in I don't know uh, maybe a year in they introduced the Monitor just in like a last panel. <laughs> Kind of, kind of introduction, and he was talking to Harbinger, who that I'm in. So, in the character of Harbinger in the Crisis on Infinite Earths is Lila, 
Lila. Who is Diggle's wife on Arrow. Oh. Which I'm sure when they put her in the series, they never expected to do a Crisis on Infinite Earths. I mean, they the Flash has been teasing it since episode one. Right, but that was also three years in. True. To Arrow. So if they introduce Lila from another Earth is that role, which they could do and nobody would even think about it. They could do that. So it was Harbinger who would go to these Earths and let them know the monitor was coming. And it helps try and save them and collect people for the monitor, which she could have a role with Arrow, or Arrow might be playing that role, where she would go and collect the heroes for the monitor to him fight the anti-monitor. Right. Or the other person was Pariah, who went to these Earths, and his role was he was destined to watch every multiverse die. So he's the one that released the anti-monitor. He went back and wanted to see the Big Bang. He was a scientist from one of the... Uh, multitude okay. of Earths, and he went and figured out how to look at the Big Bang, and when he saw it, he saw the hand of the Anti-Monitor rise up, and that's what then released all of this, you know, and caused the crisis to begin with. So his punishment for that was he would appear at every world right before it was destroyed by the Anti-Monitor oh, and have to watch the world die, oh, that, and he did it for millions and millions of worlds. Oh, that has to really suck. <laughs> yeah. So, but that was that was that character. So that could be a Harrison Wells scientist that went and went to look at the Big Bang and then saw that. That makes sense. And now plays through that. I think that's probably how they'll play it with the Council of Wells that they've done and all those things. See, I like Sherlock. I like Sherlock. Yeah, Sherlock was great. He was fun. Um, Jonah Hex. I forgot about that. Yeah, is coming back. I think that's pretty much everybody that they've announced up to this point. But it seems like it seems like every week they're announcing someone new. Yeah, I I think we'll I think there'll still be some surprises. I hope. Um, and I think you know we'll keep seeing people announced right up until we we get to it. I mean, Ruby Rose, just um, you know, is letting stuff slip now yeah. just about things like she just released a video of her getting surgery today. I, yeah, I saw that. Just absolutely crazy. But I guess they the production was postponed and everything on the series back a few months ago. Yeah, well, yeah, she had two herniated discs that like was going to paralyze her from a stunt. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's insane. But I, I think how that show ends up being is going to kind of determine how high my level of excitement for Crisis stays. It's it's interesting to start off there. Um, being a new show, I mean, I guess that's one way to really kind of like suck people in. Well, and that's where Psycho Pirate is right now. Right. And is that where we left... I believe that uh, Doctor Destiny. They left with him driving away in a van. Like he was just driving away in a van. Okay. So in Psycho Pirate was a main character in the original Crisis right. too. So I be, read that I read up on because I was I was like, who the hell is this guy and why is he getting so much time? Yeah, they played him in a, in a few different ones <laughs> as it went because um, they they had the Final Crisis and then another Crisis and. <laughs> People from the original Crisis on Infinite Earths came back in Final Crisis. Right. Because um, in the original Crisis on Infinite Earths, spoilers for 30-some-odd-year-old comic book, um, but the end of it is a Luther, one of the Superboys from Earth Prime, and Kal-El, who was Superman from Earth 2, right, and was the older one that fought in World War II and everything, the three of them are the ones that went and stopped the monitor, anti-monitor. And they disappeared at the end, and that was they went and held the anti-monitor at bay and into this other dimension. 
So they could pull that if you get Tom Welling as Kyle L. I don't know who they would do as Superboy or if they would replace that with somebody else. And then Kyle L actually went back and took the older Lois Lane from his Earth with him. So they were together. Right. And then they brought them all back in Final Crisis later on and brought Superboy back in. And then it was it was a lot. Well, that's something they could do down the road. Right, and that gives them somewhere to go in a few years. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to the Batgirl thing because I'm a huge Batman fan. Batwoman, you mean? Yes, Batwoman, sorry. I'm a huge Batman fan, so that whole mythology I like. And then Arrow's spinoff was announced as his daughter and the Canaries in right. the future. So it's gonna they're going to bring Katie Cassidy... They're going to bring Juliana Harkavy. Yeah. Harkavy. And that whole, basically the whole cast except uh, uh, Colton Haynes, obviously. Right, which which is interesting except for the fact that I don't really want to see all of them in just old makeup every week. So I wouldn't be <laughs> yeah. surprised if they maybe pull Mia Smoke back to current day through all of this somehow. Well, what do you do what do you do with Connor and all that? Do you bring Connor back and give For all him, we know that Bigelow? isn't actually the future of this That's reality. True. That's true. Even if you do bring them back and you give Diggle someone to play off of, you know, or if Diggle even sticks around. True. Um true. I mean it's it's and do they also at that point pull the canaries and then do they pull uh Sarah Lance from Legends of Tomorrow? I can't see that show lasting that much longer. Uh, it, it, de- it depends on how they redo this series, uh, this season. I mean, they, they reinvent themselves every year. This this year's a pretty cool concept. This year's I didn't watch. Um, well, I mean, next year's is a pretty cool concept. Uh, this this year's I didn't watch, I and I wanted to. Supergirl was hard to get through. Yeah, Legends is none of that. Legends is the most fun yeah well i've I've always i've always enjoyed legends because they don't take themselves seriously and they once they figured themselves out after the first season they kind of figured out hey you know what we're just going to kind of do whatever the hell we want to do yeah this season was all demons of magic yeah i saw the the last season that ended with what was it uh rory on the beach yeah and caesar showed up and caesar showed up right right No, that was two years ago. Okay, no. So I watched the whole season after that where they went and fought um, Damian Dark trying to release the, you know, the big thing where they... Yeah, this this one has a lot, is is a lot more fun where it it plays off Constantine. The entire entire season is Constantine-based. I like him. He's great. Is there there more Bebo? They mention it. That's good. I mean, if there's one series that can laugh at itself and, and the writers enjoy that, the writers even have their own Twitter. Do they? Which they joke around on all the time awesome. for Legends. And it's 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 easily my favorite show of the bunch just because it does the most nods back to the comics and, and to themselves and everything. All right. So to quickly jump before we wrap up, the, only, the, the biggest news, obviously, the Spider-Man stuff. Are, are, there was Spider-Man news? There may have been Spider-Man news interwoven with that's my word today is interwoven. I've used that word. I've used that word more than phenomenal. Oh, it's, um, on, it's on your calendar for the day. I see it right there. It is. It is. I've I've been working on it all day. Um, the Spider-Man news that Spider-Man is back in the MCU, but also staying in the Sony universe. Right. 
So Spider-Man, as Kevin Feige said, is the only superhero that has the power to move between Sony and Marvel. Right. I like it. I like it because then they can tie up Spider-Man and let him kind of go do whatever the hell they want to do in Sony and ruin him. Right. So they locked him in. They locked him in for one more MCU movie. Right. In this current deal. Right. Nothing to say they won't redo it once <coughs> Spider-Man home for the holidays or homeschooled or something. <laughs> I would assume it's going to be homeschooled at this point. Homeschooled, right? Since he can't go out to high school anymore, since everybody knows who he is. So if it's that, and then you get, um, you know, two billion dollars from that one, then Sony goes, "Oh, maybe maybe we should make another one," because Tom Holland's got plenty of time left to make Spider-Man movies. He's only twenty-two. Yeah, it's he's crazy young. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this being able to play in both worlds, they also can now have him pop up in Venom too. They can do more interconnected world with their Morbius stuff and all that and have Spider-Man come to play in those things as well. They can let Marvel make a movie where they make $2 billion and then he can slide over to Sony and go into Venom and make like $400 million. And then... I think Venom came close to a billion. Most of it was overseas. But uh, Venom actually did really well, surprisingly well at the box office for overseas. It, It did very well. Oh, that's good. I'll let Danny talk about that. I just, uh, a text popped up that Danny found some Ghostbuster spoiler. Oh, it's super exciting. I, I don't want to know what it is. I'm not reading it either. It's a, <laughs> it's a Reddit thing. It's the same thing with like anything now that, anything now that has Star Wars in the title, I scroll past because they're basically just giving the plot away. Right. To every, that's like, that seems to be the thing now is to just give the plot away to every movie. And I want to read stuff about Star Wars but I don't want to know stuff about Star Wars. No, and and they don't bury the lead in most of those articles. No, they don't. And you have to like really not pay attention to what you just read and read something else quickly to get it out of your head. Right. And then, of course, the toys that are going to come out are going to spoil the entire movie anyway. Usually, yeah. I mean, I managed to... the, the I forget what movie it was that wasn't too... Oh, Endgame. I actually managed to not watch the toy spoilers. Same. Um, speaking of Spider-Man, though, Yes. So that now brings that total of movies to 2021 for Marvel to four, which is going to be the most they've ever had in a year, and that's three in the span of four months. And you have all the TV shows coming out. Yeah, there's also four <laughs> TV shows that year. Right. So there's going to be eight at least so far So properties Dis- for Marvel launching that year. So Disney will be able to buy Sony just on those movies. Yeah, but is that also going to end up being too much? <laughs> what, too much Marvel? That, I mean, that's yeah. that's a lot. There's I, there's going to be content nonstop. I'm excited for Marvel, and I think that having the streaming service and the TV shows would have been would have been fine with maybe two movies, maybe maybe a third movie. But now you're gonna you're really like over glutton everybody with all this. I mean, then again, it's not really bad content. Well, we don't know yet. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, they're 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 digging now. Eternals could be amazing, or it could be it could be Inhumans. Yeah. Which honestly, the Inhumans not a bad show, if it had gotten the budget for a movie. Right. But it got the budget for like a Land of the Lost remake. Oh. Is kind of what it looked like. I didn't watch um, any of it. I was it was it was fairly well done, but you could tell they had no budget because in the first episode they cut Medusa's hair off. Yeah, do you know who? And she never grew it back. Do funny, <laughs> funny enough. Do you know who the actress? That's the actress that played Zatanna in Smallville. Right, Serinda Swan. Mm-hmm. 
I, yeah. I just read that the other day, which yes. is funny how all these comic book people end up it, back in comic book roles. Bink, bink, yeah. bink. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it'll be interesting to see with the Marvel piece because you have Shang-Chi that year, you have Doctor Strange, you have Spider-Man, and then you have Thor. Plus, and the TV shows. Plus What If, WandaVision, Loki. She-Hulk? Are they all coming? She-Hulk no, no, no. and Hawkeye? No, no, they, no, no, Hawkeye is the end of that year. Okay. I believe. Wow. Because um, there's only one TV show in 2020. You know what? Marvel, please put out as much as you want because it gives us stuff to talk about and we can finally hit that 50 episode plateau. <laughs> there you go. But um, no, that, I mean, that was really all I had. I mean, that was, that was an almost an hour of mostly crisis stuff, which again, to me, it's, I'm giddy about it. And um, the other two guys don't, it's not their thing. Yeah. It's not their I, section of nerddom. Well, let's see. It's, it's a lot to be invested in. Like I read the books, I watched the shows. So I'm good. I can't wait to see what they do with it. Yeah. Um, More uh, than happy to talk uh, DCCW crisis stuff with you whenever. We we can. I, I liked your idea earlier about um, recapping the Arrowverse shows every week. Uh, I haven't heard anything that does that either. And that would be something fun to do. Yeah. Because I'm going to watch them every week. Even if I watch them all on Saturday, I'm still going to watch them before the end of the week because – Especially this season, I'm way more invested to see what happens because it's the last season of Arrow, and and he's got they got so many guests coming back, right? Because he's what jumping through time or some shit, like maybe that. or worlds. Who knows? We'll yeah. see how it plays. I'm 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 excited. So I got nothing else. I'm done. All right. Well, so so anybody wants to find me on anything, I'm I'm at Kid Talks on Instagram and the Twitters. I know this podcast has all sorts of handles online. Yeah, we have uh, just Google Nerd Revolution Radio is your best bet because we have an Instagram account that's Nerd Revolution Radio. We have a Gmail account that's Nerd Revolution Radio. We have a Facebook account that's Nerd Revolution Radio. You can literally find us everywhere you want to look for us, to talk to us, to interact with us, to reach out to tell us, hey man, shut the fuck up. Stop talking about that. You talk about the same thing all the time. Do it. More feedback. That's great. Also, starting this week, you can find me on Twitch at Gimzak12 on Twitch. Um, Destiny Shadowkeep drops this week and I'm going to go full bore streaming. I'm either going to be on Twitch or Mixer. Both Same Gimzak12 on both. But I'm going to be on one of them video game streaming. I may even dye my beard brown and get rid of the gray. I'm, I'm kind of thinking about it. No, keep, keep the gray. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't even know how to, how to react to that. No, that was it's been gray of... so long. Oh, man. Damn. <laughs> all right. That's where to find us all. Uh, make sure you, you, you know, reach out. Listen to us. We enjoy doing this. We're doing this for you, not just for us. So uh, for Jack... For myself and for my two co-hosts that aren't here tonight, see ya. It's the